Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, it's Ryan. And this is Lucas. Welcome back. Another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. Today, we are going to talk about parties. I love a good party. Don't you, Lucas? Absolutely. I love a good party with a lot of people. I used to love a good party with a lot of alcohol, but we sort of gave that up because it just didn't uh, fit into my business plan. (laughs) 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 Let's put it that way. So to to the couple of folks that have commented on our uh, Instagram or our podcast comment page, uh, that they can hear my iced tea circling in a glass in the background. That, <laughs> yeah, that's no. now my preferred libation. Okay. A little bit of Arnie Palmer, actually. I like a little lemonade in my tea. It's, uh, it's very good. Um, so yeah, nowadays I like parties that, uh, include lemonade and iced tea. And, uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of days ago, I threw the national night out party in my street for the block and we had uh ripper floats that was also uh delicious that was great so yeah um parties are fun um there's a time and place for them right so if you're out in a nightclub great great place for a party if you are at a wedding in a building designed to hold uh several hundred people go nuts but as far as airbnb is concerned they are the grinch of parties are they not they do not like parties. parties. (laughs) So here's the thing, guys, we're having this episode too. Uh, It's sort of a reminder episode, if you will. Um, There are some things that have been covered in the past, but we decided that it was important to um, discuss this particular policy. It's been on our list and we're getting to it here as of August 20th, 2020. So this is, this is two year old policy now. Um, And this was, correct me if I'm wrong, Lucas, this was adjusted to further uh, prevent parties after COVID. Um, let's put it this way. It was like a COVID policy that became permanent. If I've got yep, my, yep. my facts straight. So um, there was a period of time in the past where Airbnb said, hey, if you've got a house that's designed to hold a bunch of people, um, go ahead and mark it down as, you know, 16, 20 people, whatever the case. Um, and say that you're good. There used to be a checkbox. Remember whenever we'd make a new list, there'd be a checkbox. Is your place suited for large gatherings? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And that, well, I see it right here. It says, um, large gathering. So obviously we're talking about parties and events. Um, mm-hmm. they kind of put, whether you're talking about a, a wedding or a birthday party or just a Super Bowl party, something like that. You know, until further notice, gatherings of more than 16 people, including both overnight guests and visitors, are not allowed regardless of host authorization. Yep. So there's a there's a sub point to this on the party and events policy uh, that says not only does it spell out what you just said, gatherings of more than 16 people, it then further goes to get an umbrella policy, if you will, and says all disruptive parties and events. So. When I say umbrella, I mean that it's, it's covering anything. So it could be 12 people who are super loud and Airbnb will back you up as a host and say, that is disruptive. Shut that down. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it, it goes on to detail guests who are reported for throwing a disruptive party or violating their uh, rules on gatherings. More than 60 people are subject to suspension. Um, 
or removal from the platform. So they're not just, you know, you're going to get kicked out and whatever, and there might be damages that they'll be assessed for financially. They're talking about removal from the platform. Now, what does that mean for a group of people who maybe make it a habit to go from house to house to house and have parties in the same city? Uh, that generally means that some little 18, 19, 20-year-old kid who's, who's booking this place so he can have a big rager with his buddies, his or her buddies, um, they're probably going to have their account canceled and never be able to use Airbnb again, at least not with that email address or that payment information or whatever the case, whatever ID they validate is going to be blacklisted. But it doesn't change the fact that their friend with them could make an account and do the same thing, right? <laughs> so that's that's the kind of stuff. And that's kind of the reason this is the PSA we're putting out here for you guys as, as experienced hosts. We've seen this crap, okay? We've had it happen. Um, I've had some of these people try to rebook. Um, and I, I do my best to filter. It has been a long time since one of these yahoos has gotten through my net, uh, my filter of, of, of screening and questions. And I, I'm, I'm pretty transparent with my guests and saying, you know, what I expect out of them. And I force it down their throat that they're going to commit to my rules. And, and I, and I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just, I, I really, really make a point of saying, Hey, you know, you need to confirm that you understand my rules. Cause the moment I got a confirmation, they understand my rules. They're not going to do things against them because now they're on the hook. The moment they say, yes, I agree to all your terms and, you know, and your rules, you've got them at that point. So um, it's not just that there's some other things I look for and I, I have a very good screening, you know, uh, ability and I've, ta I've taught all my co-hosts what to look for as well. So I'm at the point now where my co-hosts, they'll, they'll see a message from somebody and they'll say, you know, sometimes they don't even call me, but sometimes they call me and they say, Hey, I think this one here, this is funky. It's our house over in this neighborhood. It's, it's got several bedrooms and, you know, it seems to me like somebody's up to no good and, and they pick up on it. Um, so yeah, furthermore on the, on the policy, further on the policy, the, the large gatherings, parties, events, um, totally banned altogether. So it's not even a flexible thing anymore. So there is a it's group not, of people well, that, yeah, I mean, you can't even go to Airbnb. You used to be able to type in, or you used to be able to filter by, um, a category called suitable for events. Correct. That's not a thing anymore. That's not a filter yeah. anymore. And an Airbnb caps you at 16 guests. You can't go over 16. Yep. And, and by the way, guys, uh, if, if all of you that are in um, governed communities by like rental licensing, things like that, which uh, pretty much 100% of us should be, but I know some of you all might be in the rural areas. Um, and I, I really hope nobody listening has lost their business due to the fact that they used to host like weddings with a couple hundred people at their Airbnb. Um, you know, it, that's a shame if that's gone away via Airbnb. Not that you can't do that. You can host a wedding at your property. If there is a house on the property, you can't sleep more than the number of people that's allowed. If there's a separate area of the property that you rent out as a separate contract that's not related to Airbnb, that's fine. Do your thing. Do your thing. But these houses that were very specific, saying we are a house that you're allowed to have a party at. We have a pool here. It's, it's a hot tub and the whole thing. There's a pool table in the family room and it's a party house. There is actually homes that were on Airbnb with that theme. And they became disruptive to neighborhoods, number one. But number two, they became super spreader events at the forefront of COVID. And so that was just eliminated. And Airbnb realized, you know, hey, there's it, it, been a lot less problems since those were shut down. Well, and I bet, I bet they had massive damage claims coming in for their host, pile, you know, their host fund. So. Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. So 
in a typical, you know, business decision, right? So we've all made this decision in our lives as well. I, I'm pretty sure most of the folks that are listening have an entrepreneurial brain and a business-minded brain as they listen to this or a mindset that says, you know, I'm going to do the things that make me money. And if I identify the, the one thing that actually doesn't make me a ton of money, but costs me money, they'll get rid of it, right? So like, you know, in my world as a remodeler, outside of my Airbnb business, if there's a certain type of remodeling project, I realize doesn't really make that much money and, and it consumes a ton of my time. I'm going to stop doing that kind of project. And I'm going to focus on the projects that make me money and don't absorb the majority of my time there. They're all equal. You know what I mean? So, and, and for you, Lucas, that could mean uh, like certain condos are more difficult to work in. Correct. Yes. And they're not worth your time. And in, and I know in your case, because we, sh- we talk about literally every customer we have, every client we have, I know you've had some clients who you've managed for that may only own one little two-bedroom property, but you find out that this person is absorbing 40% or 50% of your time. Correct. And it's like, you got to go. Well, that's exactly what Airbnb did here. They said, you know, these large gatherings are a lot of damage claims and they're a lot of hassle and they're a lot of call-ins. There's a lot of problems and the neighbors and the police and everybody's involved. Let's just kill it. If it only made up 5% of our business in the first place, just swipe it out. And for the record, guys, I made that number up. I don't know what percentage it made up of their business. I'm being generous. I, I don't see it making up a ton of their business because I think guys like me and Lucas are the majority of what they have, you know, two, three bedroom uh, units available throughout the cities and, and, you know, beachfronts if you're, if you're in Lucas's world. So yeah. You know, it just made sense for them. It's good business uh, practice. So um, on your end as a host, um, reporting a disruption, um, you know, in other words, if there's uh, there's an issue, um, it says when a property that's listed on Airbnb is causing a disturbance, whether that's excessive noise, party, da 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 uh, members of the local, commu- local community can report it at the neighborhood support. That's a page on Airbnb. So this is for your neighbors that go to Airbnb to find resolution for you having a property that's a problem, okay? Um, in the meantime, uh, you as the host are responsible for uh, listing content that expels that out as well. Um, so there's guidelines on that. And unauthorized party intervention, that comes into play with, uh, um, with the way Airbnb software is automatically blocking certain reservations. Um, and here's the key words, quote, that we determined to be higher risk for unauthorized parties. I will tell you, and I know you probably have this as well, Lucas, I've had multiple reservations and potential guests that have reached out to me and tried to circumnavigate the communication system and said, hey, you know, Airbnb won't let me uh, complete this reservation, says I'm supposedly a high risk for a party. You've had that, right? Yeah, I've had like one or two of those. Yeah. And it happens to me quite often. And, you know, there's an algorithm behind these things. And I'm not going to sit here and try and reverse engineer. I got better things to do with my time. But here's my here's my quick hypothesis. It always seems to happen when the person is making the booking within um, less than 48 hours of check in. So let's say I've got a random four or five days open at one of my properties that you know, it could be a slow season or I just recently had a cancellation or something and there's a little gap in the calendar and someone's trying to check in within a day uh, or day of, okay? The day of the week matters as well. And the type of account, like if it's uh, it's never been, 
an account with, you know, 15 reviews. Never been an account with half a dozen reviews. It's always been an account with one review, um, two reviews, and an average star rating of neighborhood of three and a half to four and a half. Um, so, you know, whatever their algorithm really is, um, you know, Brian Chesky's welcome to come on here and share that information with us if he ever wants to. But basically, they're looking at the time frame that they're booking and they're looking at past performance. And uh, we all know, we recently had an episode about the, would you host this person again button, right? <laughs> we mentioned that in uh, uh, an episode about your, your guest that was returning and you had to get them to cancel because yeah, yeah. you didn't want them again. Yep. I think when people press the no button, it goes into that algorithm as well. I don't see why it wouldn't, you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, that's the, uh, that's the party policy as it sits right now. So as a host, I, I hope for all of your sake, you never have to deal with this. In other words, you know, I, I, I've been there, done that where I've tried to get somebody out and it, it's not fun. It's, it's a pain in the neck and it makes what is otherwise a passive, uh, income become very uh, involved <laughs> it's very annoying <laughs> so i hope it doesn't happen to any of you but keep your keep your head on a swivel and and be careful who you rent to to avoid this stuff anyhow so you got anything further to add there lucas no nope not at all it's just all right, excellent uh, yeah if you guys are gonna do events it's probably not the greatest uh, business model to start doing them on airbnb because if airbnb finds out they're going to take your listing and there goes your business in general um yeah exactly i'm not really sure what vrbo's policy is on events um vrbo event policy i'll google it right here um yeah well you, you know it's a good point you bring up it might become a vrbo specific thing if you want the larger uh above 16 quantity of individuals at at your home um, but the other thing too, remember, I, I, I said, if you have a separate area on a property that's large and can host more people, do that separate from your Airbnb listing. In other words, you could have an Airbnb listing that says we have a house on a, I'm making this up, but let's say it's a farm, right? And so you've got a farmhouse, but you've also got this barn that you've made ready for, uh, weddings and things. Okay. You could, you could mention in your Airbnb listing that you have a barn for rent. And once they book the house, they can discuss the barn with you. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's two yeah. separate businesses. Well, VRBO has a, um, so right here, it says no party rules. Airbnb, obviously we discussed has community guidelines and restricts occupancy at 16 people, but VRBO <laughs> allows homeowners to set their own rules about occupancy and behavior. Guests must agree to follow these rules when they rent. Nice. Um, so there you go. You know, if you're running vacation rentals that have, you know, a high amount of guests, then VRBO might be the way to go. Uh, if you're trying to get that exposure. Nice. Okay. Very good. Very good. Awesome. Extra info. Awesome. Okay. Well, in the meantime, guys, uh, like, and subscribe, head over to Instagram, uh, follow us on there, ask us questions on the Instagram before you ask us anywhere else. It's the best way to get a hold of us. You can ask them publicly, privately, doesn't matter. Make them a comment. We'll respond either way. Uh, and in the meantime, be the best host you can be and go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.